Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is Letting the Cycles Flow. Life is cyclical, not static. Our relationships benefit when we allow them to follow their own natural cycles. Like the tide ebbs and flows, so do the cycles in relationships. We have periods of closeness and periods of distance. We have times of coming together and times of separating to work on individual issues. We have times of love and joy in times of anger. Sometimes the dimensions of relationships change as we go through changes. Sometimes life brings us new friends or a new loved one to teach us the next lesson. And I think not embracing the that you know relationships change and that people change and you know what could serve me at one point may no longer serve me now and you know, letting go of that rigidity is really a path to uh, clarity and serenity. Back to the reading. That does not mean the old friend disappears forever. It means we have entered a new cycle. We do not have to control the course of our relationships, whether these be friendships or love relationships. We do not have to satisfy our need to control by imposing a static form on relationships. I love that static form. Let it flow. Be open to the cycles. Love will not disappear. The bond between friends will not sever. Things do not remain the same forever, especially when we are growing and changing at such a rapid pace. Trust the flow. Take care of yourself, but be willing to let people go. Hanging on to them too tightly will make them disappear. The old adage about love still holds true. If it's meant to be, it will be. And if you love someone, let them go. If they come back to you, the love is yours. Today, I accept the cyclical nature of life and relationships. I will strive to go with the flow. I will strive for harmony with my own needs and the needs of the other person. The next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is Getting Needs Met. I want to change careers. I need a friend. I'm ready to be in a relationship. Regularly, we become aware of new needs. We may need to change our behavior with our children. We may need a new couch, love and nurturing, a dollar or help. Well, especially in these times, um, you know, the (laughs) needs are a lot different. And also kind of the way you get the needs met. Back to the reading. Do not be afraid to recognize a want or need. The birth of a want or need, the temporary frustration from acknowledging a need before it's met is the start of the cycle of receiving what we want. We follow this by letting go, then receiving that which we want and need. Identifying our needs is preparation for good things to come. Acknowledging our needs means we are being prepared and drawn to that which will meet them. We can have faith to stand in that place in between. Today, I will let go of my belief that my needs never get met. I will acknowledge my wants and needs and then turn them over to my higher power, My higher power cares sometimes about the silliest little things if I do. My wants and needs are not an accident. God created me and all my desires. And I love the, I mean, I like the whole reading, but the the last, the last paragraph really is so good that I will say it again. But, you know, I think to really just own the fact that I have wants and, and I have needs. And I think again, um, living in a codependent, a codependent lifestyle really seems to suppress the wants and needs and almost creates a much smaller life. And knowing that, okay, maybe my parents 
maybe my Indian culture, maybe my workplace doesn't value fun, but I value fun. My higher power cares. And that's the only person that matters. Or, or that's the only thing that matters. So I will read this again because uh, just for me to further internalize it. Today, I will let go of my belief that my needs never get met. I will acknowledge my wants and needs and then turn them over to my higher power. My higher power cares, sometimes about the silliest little things. If I do, my wants and needs are not an accident. God created me and all my desires. And now we move to ACA strengthening my recovery and the topic is trait six. We have an overdeveloped sense of responsibility and it is easier for us to be concerned with others rather than ourselves. This enables us to not look too closely at our own faults. The tendency of most of us is to own every problem around us. We are the fixers. It doesn't matter whether or not we were asked to help, we will give everyone's problem our full attention. It's not difficult to assess where this tendency came from. Being responsible for the chaos in our family of origin was repeatedly put out, put onto our small shoulders as children. We were placed in the middle of adult dysfunction at a very young age. We learned it was our job to focus on others and make things better. We also learned that our needs and wants were not important. Wow, this is, you know, coming back to that last reading about, you know, knowing that my needs and wants are very important. But again, in a codependent childhood, as it says here, we learned that our needs and wants were not important. It became a habit we carried into adulthood that also kept us from looking at ourselves. In ACA, for perhaps the first time, we are asked to focus on ourselves and our own part in our own dysfunctional lives. We acknowledge our character defects. As we do so, we are gently guided through the process of reparenting ourselves with love and kindness. We learn that our needs are important. Our feelings are worthy of attention. The strong pull to fix others lessens. It was never our job in the first place. We start to get used to this new freedom. On this day, I know that if I did not create the problem, I am not responsible for the solution. I focus on myself. And I think there's that realization that, you know, changing myself is, you know, is where it starts, you know, and, you know, if you want to change the world, you start with yourself. And also, it's really hard to change yourself. So wanting to change others is, you know, it's, it's an impossible task. And that's why childhood felt very difficult. And it's paradoxical that once you realize that you're only responsible for yourself, you know, at least for me, I'm starting to feel some like free time for the, you know, first time in my life. Our final reading is also from ACA's Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is feeling understood. My sister and I don't communicate any longer since she doesn't understand who I am. Wow. We used to make excuses for people when we said things like, oh, they didn't know any better. There may be a lot of truth in that statement, but it feels like we were saying they just didn't see me when they ran me over, so it's okay. Just because someone is a family member doesn't mean we should accept the unacceptable, including subtle things like them not really hearing us, or less subtle things like having them label us as overreactive. Through ACA, we can now tell whether we're being heard or not. We realize that others don't have to agree with us, but they may not disrespect us. And that includes employee, uh, you know, coworkers and family, you know, the, the people that were, you know, at least I was raised to put on a pedestal, whether they merit it or not. 
Back to the reading. We recognize our needs and start to speak up for ourselves. We're learning to live a healthy, emotional life, no longer wishing to be around denial and shame. We let go of those who can't journey onwards with us because we cannot carry them while we're climbing to the heights we need to keep our heads above water. Beautiful reading. We may reconnect with them later, but that will be our choice. Before recovery, we may have spent all our energy on our families because we thought that was what we were supposed to do. Now, we give our gifts to those who can appreciate and actually understand them. On this day, I choose to spend my time and energy on those who wish to make this journey with me. I deserve to be heard and loved for who I am. You know, sometimes I don't even know why I'm doing this um, podcast, and then I'll be in the reading. I'm like, oh, 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 this is exactly why I'm doing it. And, you know, I love this part. Now we give our gifts to those who can appreciate and actually understand them. I think there's always been this approval of, hey, I did this or I got this job here. And it's like, you know, it's a common theme in, in these uh, readings today about focusing on myself and realizing that I can have wants and needs. Um, I don't have to tell anybody about it. And I can ask for people who support me on the journey and, you know, celebrate uh, the ride. And that concludes the readings for today. Um, today's episode. Until next time, this is Kwan Saluja reminding myself to pause because that's where God is. To feel my feelings, which probably also requires a pause. And to love myself.